This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to our weekly Meshachach Mashir. Special welcome to our Torah Anytime viewers and listeners who Bez Hashem be joining the Shir. like to dedicate today's Shir for a foolish lema, for a chash of a young lady here in Cleveland who's going through Yisurim Nairoim and needs Racha Meshamayim, Elisheva Bracha, Bas Yutah, Shandal Lirafua Shalema Israel and asking all of our listeners to please keep her in mind in your Tfilas and your Tehillim and perhaps if you could say Ashayatzar with Kavana for her schus that uh, her guf should be gezunt. Parshas Vayishlach Tov Shin Pei Gimel Yaakov Avinu came Sholem, complete, to the city of Shechem, Asher Kenan. So, Rashi tells us, Sholem begufoi shenisrape mitzalosai. He came to Shechem, complete with his guf, physically, that he was healed from his from his limping. As we know earlier in the parsha, the last parak, he fought with the Malach, and Yaakov Avinu was limping, so therefore, the Kla Yisrael does not eat the Gidanosha to remember that. So says Rashi, that when he came to Shechem, he was now Nisrape Mitzalosai. Which is interesting, Bechlal, because really earlier, in Paraglamid Beis, Pasaglamid Beis, Vayizach Le'ashemesh, Kasher Ovar, Espenu Ovahutzei Le'al Yerechai, that Pasuk that says that the sun shined for him when he passed Penuel and he was limping, so Rashi says, Pshuta, and then Rashi says, Midrash that the sun was shining to heal him from his limping, which sounds like he was already healed over there. Rashi over here seems to be going with the Pashupshat of the Pasuk. Like Rashi says, People say, when we got to this place, it was light. So Rashi therefore is interestingly saying here that the word Shalem, which Pshutai means complete, Rashi is saying it means complete, that he was no longer limping, sounds like it happened here on his way to Shechem. And as we'll see, that's important Nikuda in understanding the Meshach But then Rashi seems to be bothered, and he says more than that, Shalim b'mamaynai, Shalim b'tayrasai. It wasn't just Shalim b'gufai, and perhaps Rashi's bothered because a person who is healed from a limp, you wouldn't call him Shalim, you call him Nisrape. Doesn't Shalim means complete? He's perfect. <laughs> so perhaps Shalim begufai is not the right term. So Rashi says it's a remez. There are other things also. Shalaychiser, shalaychakach. In the other things, it wasn't missing and returned. It was never left. He wasn't losing anything from the Dairain. He wasn't lo- lose any Torah shalaychakach. That's more of a lashon of Shalim, complete and perfect, lacking nothing. And never lacking it. Mashaykin Shalom Begufa is different. He was lacking and it was returned. Perhaps that's why Rashi felt the need to bring the Chazal that there's more to this word Shalom. 
So Yaakov Avinu, Yaakov Avinu comes Shalem. Rameir Simcha comes along and he's also being medayik, this word Shalem, but he's showing us how Yaakov Avinu viewed Hishleimus. Pirush. So the first thing is, again, the Pashib Shat, that Vayizrach Le'ashemesh is not that Yaakov Avinu was healed. And therefore, when he got to the next place, Vayakiv Nosasu Kaisa, Vayivan Le'bayis, the Pasuk right before our Pasuk, the Yaakov Avinu left Esav, and he traveled to Sukkis and he built a house. In that place, says Rameir Simcha, Yaakov Avinu was still limping. He was still limping. Only now, by Yaakov Shalim, now he traveled from Sukkis to Shechem. Oh, now Nisrapi Mitzalasai. So says Rameir Simcha, that means in Sukkis, he was still limping. So what's in the guy is still limping? Why does Yaakov Avinu bother him that he's limping? Is it because of the physical pain, the physical um, handicap that he had? No. Yaakov Avinu is a balmum. And a balmum is not only possible to bring carbonus as Rameir Simcha on a mizbeach, but even on a bama kimavurish parakshani dizvachim, that the Gemara over there is going through different limudim of what's pasal where, balmum and tame, malatzara shavashem shekein lahutra bivama. Both of them are also bivama, balmum is also bivama. Kimavurish parakshani dizvachim. Lachain, so therefore in Sukkah he says the Pasuk, Bana Leibayis, Avram uh, Yaakov Avinu built a house, but it doesn't say he built a Mizbeach, because he couldn't. He was a Balmum, he can't be Makrif. Ava Lashchem Sheba Shalim Begufa, Yavayav Yaakov Shalim Yerushchem. Yaakov Avinu came to Shechem, and he was healed. Now he's not limping anymore. What's in Negea to Avram Avinu? To Yaakov Avinu, I'm sorry. What's in Negea for the Torah to teach us? Says Rameir Simcha that he's no longer limping. What's the difference? Yeah, limping, nish limping. Who cares? No. Because we're telling you the Chiddush of Shechem. Aval Shechem b'sholem b'gufoy shenirpe mitzalatoi. So therefore, Bonam is Beach Riker of Karbonus. So this Shalem that it says, that he came Shalem, is telling us why in the next Pasuk it says, Vayikan Aschalkas Asodeh, Asher Noto Shom Aloy, Vayatsev Shom Mizbeach. You want to know why here he built a Mizbeach in Pasuchov and Shechem? How come in Sukkot he didn't build a Mizbeach? You know why? Because Vayav Yaakov Shalem. Because there he was a Balmum. And here he was healed. And he's no longer a Balmum. And therefore he could build a Mizbeach. That's what was important to Yaakov Avinu. The fact that he was limping, perhaps didn't bother him as much. The fact that he was limping, he was a Balmum, and couldn't breathe Karbonus. That was a chesaron to him. And now he's shalim from that chesaron. Why is he shalim? He can now go build a mezbeach and bring karbonos to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. This is the shtickle of Rameir Simcha. Why am I sharing this Rameir Simcha with you? Because I heard this week an unbelievable vart and chizuk from a rabbi going Rebur and Reich. Where he used this Meshachachma to say a Meridika Pshat. And I want to share that Pshat with you. And it comes with a Shtikal Hakdama. It comes with the Hakdama. What's the Hakdama? It's well known 
that the tour in Hilchus Rishchaydish, in the end of Tov Yud Zayin, Shamati Miyachi Harav Yehuda. I heard from my brother, Rabbi Yehuda Ben Arash, that he's talking about Rishchaydish for the women, Ayantiv for the women, but he says the Mayadim were Nisakin Kenegad Ovis. Pesach is Avram Avinu. Lushi Vasiugais was Pesach. Shvuas is Yitzchak. Kiyashayfra Matantaira was the Ayo Shal Yitzchak. And Sukkah is Keneged Yaakov. The Yantif of Sukkah is Keneged Yaakov. Dechsev, like our Pasuk says in Pasuk Yitzayin, Ulemiknehu Asa Sukkahis. And for his cattle he made Sukkahis. So the question the Velt asks is, what does that have to do with the Yantif of Sukkahis? Why does it say that? And in the Pasuk, it says, Why did he call the place Sukkot? Based on the huts that he made for his animals, he, he should have called it Bayis, because he made himself a house there. That's the question that the Mepharshim, many, many Mepharshim ask. But there's another question as well, and that is, why punked in this place Sukkot? L'chaira, every stop that Yaakov Avinu made, L'chaira, he built himself a house, and he built Biknei Yoasa Sukkot. Why does the Torah talk about it here? So the Velt says, to answer the first question, and the Yisoyed is basically the same. Every Pirish says it with their own little taste and twist. But the Pashat is Azoy. And the Pshat is Azoy. And that is, that when a person, when we build a house, what's the most important part of the house? The most important part of the house is going to be the furnishings of the home. The gashmias of the house. That's the important part of the house. Mashain came by Yaakov Avinu. Ulimikneyu, his cattle, doesn't just mean his cattle. It means... All of his Gashmias possessions, also Sukais, that goes in the temporary house. That's not so important. That's not so valuable to me. Put it in a shed, you put it in a hut, it's not so protected. When it comes to the Gashmias, also Sukais. But even Loi, what's negat to him himself, to his Ruchnias, to his growth, to his Olam Haba, to his Nitzrias, even Loi, Bayis. For himself, he's the Bayis. He built himself a base Medrash, he built himself a Mokum Kedusha, a base Haknesses. That is Loi, that's the Bayis, that's the Kvius. That's what Yaakov Avinu built for himself. Ule Mikneyu was Sukais. And therefore, Therefore, you call the place Sukkot to show and to and to and to stress. Look at all my worldly possessions. It's all Sukkot. It's all temporary because my focus is on my bias. My focus is on my Olam Haba. And of course, that segues into understanding what the Yantif of Sukkot is all about. Sukkot Keneged Yaakov because he may limikneos a Sukkot. Go out from your diras keva into your diras arai. See what's important in life. Being with the Shechina, Ruchnius, Tzila de Menusa. This is the aside that the Welt says to say Pshat in this Torah. That's all to answer the first question. But what about the second question? 
Why punked over here? Why in this place did the Torah tell us? Yankov Avinu made numerous stops. Every place, L'chair, that he made a stop. This is what he did. Why dafka over here? So he said as follows. He said, According to this Meshachachma. And he said that some people, people have a teva. That when it comes to Ruchnius, it's all or nothing. It's all or nothing. If I could be the going, if I could finish Shas, I'm willing to start. But if I'm not able to, I'm going to finish one Masechta, finish a Perik. I'm not going to be the biggest Rashiva. I'm not going to be the biggest Baal Tzedakah. I'm not going to have the most Kavon in Tefillah. I'm not going to be able to be Mechavad in my Tefillah. Why should I start it all? Why should I try? Why should I come to Davening? The Chul of we like to say it's all or nothing. Derech Agav, there was a Maizu with Maizayda, Zechrein Levrach, or of Kreisworth. Where he had a Tom in his yeshiva, who his father who was being very matzliach, and he wanted to stay longer. His father wanted him to go off to college, turn a degree, and to uh, make a living. And Maizayda Zechrein Levrach went to his house in New York. He was in he was in New York, and he went to him to talk to him. And the father said to Maizayda, "Listen." I'm willing to give it all up, have my son sit and learn, forget the college, forget the parnasa, forget it all. If you're maftiach me, that he's going to be a very big Rosh Hashiva. He's going to become a guy in a gadol, he's going to be a big Rosh Hashiva. But if not, then I'm not giving him the extra time to learn. So Mazayda asked him and said like this. Mazayda actually told him, you know, you are mevaza es hatayra. You're mevaza es hatayra. He says, what do you mean? So let me ask you a question. Your son's going to go to college and he's going to get a parnasa. Is he going to become is he going to become Reichman? Is he going to become Bill Shainenu, Bill Gates? Is he going to become the richest person in the world? Or even in the top 50 richest people in the world? So he won't be the God of Hadar and riches. Is he going to become a billionaire? So I don't know. I don't know if he become a billionaire. I don't become a hundred millionaire. I'm hoping he'll be able to have parnosa and support himself, you know, comfortably. So Mazayda said, "You hear? When it comes to Gashmias, you don't need. It's not all or nothing to you. Even if he makes a million dollars a year, he has a bit of parnosa. He's not the biggest gvir in the world. No, that's okay for you. But when it comes to Taira." having another mesechta under his belt, another year of Ruchnias and Nitzchias. Of learning Torah? No, that's not enough. It's either all or nothing. You don't see the value in every little part of Torah, only in the value of every little step of, of money, of Parnasa. That's what he told them. And people, we have that Teva. We have that Teva. Some people have it, Bechlal. It's a nature. When it comes to Gashmi, it's too. When it comes to Ruchnius, it's much more. It's either all or nothing. If I can't finish the Masechta, I'm not going to start. If I'm not going to finish the Parsha with Raji, why should I even start? V'chulu v'goymer. And it's a very big mistake. It's a very big mistake. It's impediment to Godless. That's the Teva that people have. And he then said, let's look at Reb Meir Semcha. Let's look at a Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu comes to the city of Sukkot. And he's still Tzeleya al Yerechai. And he's a Balmum. 
And he cannot build himself a Mizbeach to serve the Rabbi Nishalaylam like he knows is the Spitz way of serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's not enough to have a Bismedrash and a Besakneses. He has to have a Mizbeach with it to bring Karbonus and serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the best oifen possible. So Yaakov Avinu comes to Sukkot. And he knows he can't do it all. So does he say to himself, we're not going to do anything. Let me wait till Shechem. And I'll be Sholem in Shechem whenever that'll be. And over there we'll start our Avaitis Hashem. Because over there we are able to do it to the end. With the Mizbeach. But here in Sukkot I don't have a Mizbeach. So why do, should I even start? But did Yaakov Avinu do that? No. Says the Pasuk, He built himself a house. Where's the Mizbeach, Fractor Meir Simcha? There's no Mizbeach here. He's a Balmum. He built himself a Bismedrish. He went and he decided to steig and grow, even though he knew it's not going to be the highest Madrega. It can't be perfect, because he's a Balmum and he can't build a Mizbeach and bring Karbanas. Yes, Vayiven Loi Bayis, and only a Bayis, not a Mizbeach. And he worked on his Ruchnius Olimikneo Asasukais. And he didn't throw in the towel and say, well, if I'm not being on the highest level of Madrega of Ruchnius, let me at least be. You know, I could still be a rain in the Gashmias. I don't have to make sukkahs for my cattle. I can enjoy the whole thing. I'm anyways not being that great person. No, here also, by even lay bias without a mizbeach, he called this place sukkahs to show and to say that even though I did not build a mizbeach, I still had everything focused properly the way it's supposed to be, according to who I am at this point. This is what the Rabbi Nisham wants from me. If I can't do perfection today, it's because I'm not able to. And if not able to, I'm still going to do the best that I can do in my matzav, because that's what Hashem wants from me. And therefore, in the next Pasuk, And what did he do? He came Sholem. Here it was Nisrapah. Oh, now you have the opportunity. Not a stira that there was no Mizbeach in Sukkot. And therefore, Zokter Burenreich, that's the Pshat in the Yontif of Sukkot, that's the Pshat in the Tur. Kla Yisrael served the Chet, served the Egel, and we lost the Luchas Rishonis. What did we get back? Anyam Kippur Luchas Shniyas. Luchas were not a replacement of Luchas Rishonis. It was lacking so many milas. Kla Yisrael forever are lacking those milas. And if Klai Yisrael at that moment would have said to themselves, if there's no Luchas Rishonis, why are we bothering? And throw in the towel, they would get nowhere. But you know what Klai Yisrael said? We don't have Luchas Rishonis, but we have Luchas Shnias. So let's go build a Mishkan. That's what the Yontav of Sukkot represents. Klai Yisrael Simcha in Luchas Shnias. Klai Yisrael Zavidus Hashem in only having Lucha Yishniyas. It's not perfect, but that's the Matzav Amin. I'm going to do the best that I could do in this imperfect situation. And he said, Rebbe and Reich, V'hayiso ach sameach. Sukkis is about being sameach, even though ach is a miut. You don't have it all. It's Lucha Yishniyas. It's not perfect. You still could be besimcha, that you're able to serve Hashem and have those madregas. Therefore, that is... Why the Yantif is called Sukkis, that is how Rabbi Reich used this Meshachachma to say Pshat. 
Rabbi said to me, this was a Meridika Chizak. This was a Meridika Chizak. So many days we have it that we feel it's just not going to happen today. I'm not going to be able to do it the same way I did yesterday and I hope to do tomorrow. There are days when we wake up and we start and say, Tzigetnish today, so do we throw in the towel or do we learn from Yankov Avinu? If this is the day HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave me, if this is the tears, this, this is the challenges, these are the issues, things aren't going as well as I would like them, and maybe my life is all about that. No, even in that situation, it's not perfect. You still focus on Avaydis Hashem. You still have your priorities straight no matter what the situation is. It may be imperfect, but it's the Hashem to see you shtaig in that situation. Those, that is, these are the Dvarim Niflaim for Abu and Reich. Think about it, Rabbi Isai. And Bez Hashem, I hope that gives you chizuk. It has given me chizuk. We should all be zoiche to that day of Ayivin Loi Bayis. Which bias are we referring to? The bias of Yaakov Avinu, that he called it bias, the Mikta Shlishi. She zoiche, Bimherav Yamenu Amen. Kaltov. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.